Attention, 5-9 Gamers, we are back with another installment of your favorite Dokkan Battle Podcast called the Dokkan Battle Podcast. I am your host, Toon Rami, and joining me this week, part-time stand user and full-time Super Battle Road King, the Mass Ningen. Yo, how's it going, everybody? Happy to be back, as always. If it exists, then he's already rainbowed at the LR King of Dokkan, the truth. Ohio, hello. The homie who needs no introduction, Goresh. Hello. <laughs> and we are bringing back a special guest star, Tiger, the Canadian man with the plan. What's up, buddy? What's up, guys? It's good to be here. Make sure you guys are locked in across all of our social media platforms and connect with the 5.9G network today. Follow us on Twitch, Twitter, subscribe to our YouTube, check out our TikTok, Instagram, everywhere. All the links can be found wherever you want to go. So make sure you guys lock in today. And now, without further ado, let's jump into. Episode 41, Down With The Sixthness. Oh, ah. I was All so right, hoping so, you would do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, I know you wanted that. So let's talk about the six-year anniversary on Global. This is, of course, the biggest celebration to happen to Global since Worldwide Download last year. So since how ever, have your summons... Ever. All right, this is fine. the biggest celebration ever. I would, assume, okay. I, would, I would consider this the biggest celebration ever. Well, it wasn't over, so that's why I was saying that. But... How have your summons gone so far, global players? I mean, <laughs> stupendous. Elaborate. Writing again? Stupendous. So stupendous, yeah. So uh, anyone, Absolutely who, stupendous. anyone who tuned in will have seen. I did some. Uh, I did some of my summons live on this very channel when this stuff came out, and uh, I managed to get UI Goku literally on the first rotation. So the discounted three plus one rotation, I pulled UI Goku, which is obviously great. And then uh, then I started summoning for the one I most wanted out of the two, which was Vegeta. And uh, I have, I'm currently 1,200 stones and all of the PLAF tickets deep. And I still have not pulled a single copy of him or a copy of the Vegito. I have pulled six Super Saiyan 4 Vegetas, uh, four Cells, <laughs> seven Tech Super Saiyan 2s, and seven AGL Super Saiyan Blue Vegetas. So I have pulled 20 featured Vegetas, but not the one that I actually want. So yeah, going great. That sucks Vegito, either. That sucks. <laughs> Sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, I didn't pull... What's your Vegito, Ningen? Sorry? What is your Vegito? Uh, 55%. I pulled one copy oh, of both God. him and Boo Tanks from the set Worldwide Celebration. And obviously, so I know you're I, sitting there like, well, if I can get some Vegitos at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, so, I've literally, every, every time it was like a guaranteed L, like a Vegito Blue, I was literally sat there like, please don't be sell, please don't be sell. And I'm, I think I got sell like three times in a row from the, uh, from like a Vegito Blue animation. I did actually need three copies of him, but I ended up pulling four and I didn't need any copies of the Super Saiyan 4 and I pulled like six, so. Are you planning on um, buying copies of Vegito and Bootanks after you're done summoning? Yes, so. I... Okay, well here's what I will say about that. Because I know like a, a bad lot idea. of people are planning <laughs> on doing that. That's fine. I would say that that's not actually not a bad usage of your coins. But the one thing I will say about that is I would expect those two units to be on the worldwide celebration dual Dokkan fest. They have to be. Uh, isn't that the trend? It's kind of the yes, like the previous yes. year always comes so back. Most so most likely they will be on there. Yeah. So if, um, okay, if you're gonna buy copies of them, I would actually not buy copies of them until they're rainbowed, because odds are you're going to pull more of them on the down on the yes. uh, worldwide celebration banners when it so far when it comes to buying units with coins i because obviously i only have them both at 55 percent. so if that's still the case 
Um, I'll buy like I'll buy copies of a unit up to seventy nine percent, but then I won't buy any more yeah. just in case because you know the next time they're on a banner, you're going to pull them like eight times because that is exactly yeah. what happened to me with the GoBros. I had them at fifty five percent from their first banner. I bought two copies of them when they came back. That was the first time I ever spent red coins. And then when they came back on the Saiyan Day banner with the AGL Bardock, I pulled them like five times. So. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, buying copies until you have two dupes is like the optimal strategy. And then you just yeah. let the uh, last two copies come to you naturally. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Because again, you're going to like the banners that these Dokkan Fest LRs are on are typically the banners you want to be saving for anyway. Um, so that's pretty much what I think the best strategy is. I mean, because people are definitely going to want to buy at least one copy of them with coins if they have them. So Yeah. Tiger, how have your yeah, summons been going? I think um, both Vegito and Buhan have aged tremendously, right? Uh, you definitely do want them. 100%. For sure, for sure. Yeah, my summons have uh, been going pretty well. I can't complain, really. Um, on the stream I did for the, you know, when they first dropped, mm -hmm. pulled one copy of each and about 12, 1300 stones, which, like, was way better than I was expecting. So that was good. And then uh, did some collabs, pulled some more. Not going to say too much about that. Stay tuned. But uh, it's been good. Mm. It's been good. Yeah, not, not as good as last year. Like last year, I rainbowed both, I think, in like 3,000 stones. Damn. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it must be nice, buddy. Huh? <laughs> yeah, man, that, that was a good time. But this year's still been pretty good, man. Anniversary, generally speaking, have been, you know, solid for me for summoning. How did it feel to be in Dokkan during a time when everyone else was in Dokkan and the game was lagging? It must have mm. actually felt pretty surreal and good for a while, right? Because it meant that global players were actually jumping back in and playing the game. <laughs> I actually didn't experience any lag. You're talking about when the banners dropped, right? You didn't experience any lag during the banners there dropping? There was no lag. No, well, like if you look at my stream, like I had no lag at all. I had weird. a little bit of lag. Yeah, well, I was the first person to start summoning when we did the stuff on the five on this channel. And like, the, yeah, the loading time between each of the summons right at the start was... Uh, definitely very noticeable <laughs> but like you said it's cool because it means a lot of people are playing the game so I, I see what you mean like it's a little bit annoying that it's taking long a long time to load but it is i guess in a way it's kind of cool like reassuring the fact that so many people are playing it like you know people every every year every month every week whatever it is people will say that oh but dokon is dying now but you know <laughs> it doesn't feel that way a lot of the time so Goresh, for those people who claim that the Vegeta is better than the Goku, <laughs> what would you have to say about that? Um, so people who say that, I guess, at least from, from the way I've viewed it, because I've only used both of them at 55% so far, but I think I have a pretty good understanding of how they both work. Um, there's three areas where the Vegeta has the advantage, uh, but it's situational, right? Because number one could be his revival mechanic being easier to activate, which I think is definitely a big advantage. That's not situational, just straight up is better. Um, that's number one. Number two is his active skill being an AoE. That is situational because UI Goku's active skill hits harder than Vegeta's, but it's only single target, right? Of all Vegeta's is an AoE. I would say it's not really going to be a common occurrence to get that AoE off, and it actually hits multiple enemies. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I would actually say I probably like UI Goku's active skill a little better, but it's very, very close. And then the third thing is Vegeta's just on way more teams, so... Yeah, the, the category disparity is pretty crazy. What about the, the Gohan Piccolo and the Frieza Gohan? Truth, could you provide us your JP insights on those two? How have those two units aged, and which one is better? 
Uh, okay, so the Gohan and Frieza, I just, I just don't understand what they were thinking. I just don't know. Like the Gohan and Frieza is just like so poorly designed. Um, I just maybe it's just me. I hate when units guard, but they don't guaranteed guard. It just feels mm. like the character's worthless. Because, yeah. like, you have turns where they just completely suck ass, right? Um, like, you know, because dodge can activate on every single attack, right? So, like, oh, you don't get that one dodge, but then you'll get the next seven in a row. But with the guard, if you don't get it, you don't have it the whole turn. And the unit is then just worthless, right? The Gohan and P uh, Piccolo, they have some value, I think, in longer events. Um, I have been able to use them successfully in, like, the God event and stuff like that. So, like, I definitely would not say that they suck. I mean, even go on a freeze, you probably could pull it off, but it's just like they're just very middling units that are restricted basically to the reps of Universe 17, which is too good. There's mm -hmm. no spots free to play Roshi, free to play Tien and Roshi, both way better, right? Like these free to play the physical UI Goku coming out are way better than those two banner units. So they just don't really have much use. Yeah, the one thing I will say about this celebration in particular is like I was doing uh, the showcase on Goku and Vegeta 55%. And one of the teams I was using obviously was the reps of Universe 7 team. And one of the big points that I really made sure that I made in both videos was you have to keep in mind how much this team is going to grow over the course of this anniversary. Mm. We have the Roshi who's going to awaken into an LR and EZA. We have the uh, the Tien and, um, and Roshi are going to get a TUR and then, and then EZA. We have the Krillin in 18. Well, I don't think they make the cut. They're still pretty good on the team, right? They're going to awaken an EZA as well. You have the EZA for Goku and Frieza. You have the EZA for UI Goku. You have um, this part two LRs, the, the 17 in Golden Frieza and the 17 in Reseven. Like, there's a million things coming out, right? So the team's going to become ridiculous by the end of the celebration. Mm. Yeah, the thing that seems like a shame about them as well, and this kind of, it kind of plays into a little bit of the, the downside of when global gets things early well, i say early but like the same time as jp is we've now had an experience of what seems to be the running trend on new banners now on jp where they're dropping like a 40 percent support unit for the category and uh, we've seen a couple of those like come to global already um and then these guys are they're both like 20 percent support which isn't a huge amount and yeah like you said with the option of insanely powerful uh, units i mean you can make full lr reps of universe 17 once all these units come out um it just feels like they don't really have much of a place on that team and then like the the go the gohan and frieza one seems incredibly weird because obviously because frieza is involved i guess it's an extreme str card and like extreme str is probably the best extreme typing but they don't fit anywhere on that team or on any extreme teams really so it's a very strange yep. design for them that's a good point that you made too about global sort of getting quote unquote spoiled too, because think about all the stuff we got that JP didn't have at this point. Mm -hmm. We have the whole GT celebration, right? We, we got the Goku, the Vegeta, both the banner units, which are like still the two best banner units or something. Yep. We have Trunks and Goten. We have the Tech Krillin. Um, and then we also have the uh, Broly and the Trunks. That Trunks, like I would argue he's better than both the banner units in the anniversary. Yep. So... It's like the power creep continues on JP. We got all the stuff at the same time. And then we're sort of going back in time to the anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. That's why some of the earlier celebrations of this year were kind of not of the same level of some of these celebrations. Like, because like at the start of the year, Global was still getting 2020 celebrations, which were mid. And then like, you know, you kind of have like golden week mixed with like, you know, one of these other ones. It just 
feels weird on global right now. It's funny you mentioned the GT celebration, Gresh, because it turns out that the GT celebration is the reason I'm able to, well, before these two units dropped, I was able to uh, run through a couple of the God events. That category, I don't think mm, GT yeah. had that. Oh they my God, GT they heroes. Had. They did not. I beat Hellas turn four with that team. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to yeah. say I used GT yep. heroes for Hellas yep. as well. She got Me absolutely too. destroyed by GT that GT heroes is dumb, <laughs> man. Everybody's getting like seven, eight billion attack. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking, you know what, that, that's actually a good segue. Let's jump into that. Let's talk about the new God event. The God of Destruction Assemble event makes its debut on Global for the first time. We've currently got four gods available. So we've got you, Furby. I don't know his name. Furby, we got Hellas, we that's got you. Mosco. What are you talking about? Quintella. That's you. <laughs> no comment. So what have you guys uh, been doing to get through these events as far as your team builds? Are there any particular standout surprise units that have really come through in the clutch? Of course then you, you got to factor in the new LRs with their revival mechanics and whatnot. But what are some standout units you guys have been using for these runs? PyCon for the uh, Universe 1 God of Destruction tune, the tune one. Yep, the tune one, yeah. Thanks. Yep. His active where, skill where, where actually... Did we, hang uh, on, where did we land on this? Who decided that? Why? Because that, that's what you look like, right? Uh, okay. Dude, the Universe decided that. Why are you asking us? <laughs> it was you truth all right go on but yeah i think Nerds. the uh, i think PyCon actually is really viable for the uh that one uh -huh. um agl as a typing i feel like can get like pretty roughed up in there and PyCon really helps sort of like fill in the gaps for that team Keon cleafle are pretty good in there um honestly i used agl super saiyan 2 goku the easy one he helped a lot with the healing because what that goku can do is he can allow you to bring a weiss because you don't need to really bring a healing item if you have him on your team so you can compare, or you can really um, leverage his healing with a Whis item, and that could really save you from having to, like, really think about what you want to do. Because you just change, like, a third of the field to blue orbs, and then you just heal up to full health, and you use a Whis. Nice. Free to play Obviously. Pan with her, with her EZA is also another one. Yeah, I, yeah, she was definitely useful. Yeah. I used her on the GT Heroes build, and I I didn't use it for my first run through, but I did as I used, extra, I used extreme STR for the Moscow one, um, and then I did like a super STR run afterwards, and she's definitely very good. Uh, obviously, Tech Gohan is uh, is pretty good. I actually used him for the Universe One. Um, I used uh, Hybrid Saiyans slash Saviors with double Gohan leads, but then the rest of the team being AGL. So I used like PyCon and uh, some of the AGL like Hybrid Saiyan units, and that was pretty good. I think the big advantage that Global has, I know like some people obviously will still struggle with it. We're, we're talking like you know proper end game level box, but like this happens a lot. It's we've seen it happen with like Super Battle Road, Extreme Super Battle Road, like. When it comes out on JP, it's super, super hard. And then when it comes out on Global, because we have that advantage of having the time to prepare and having an idea of what we're actually doing. Um, like, I beat each of the four stages on the first attempt with the team that I'd built. So it was uh, fairly straightforward for me, at least. Yeah, for sure. I mean, for Moscow, um, I found his, like, you know, uh, attack all super a little bit annoying. But, um, you know, we have LRB Pan, who helps a lot with their tanking and healing. And uh, I found the combo of the free-to-play EZA Krillin and the, you know, obviously EZA 18 was really good too for tanking those supers. Yeah, I think a common theme across uh, all these events, 
when you take a look at what they're doing for the God of Destruction event, because you're only allowed to bring one item, that makes it so that these units that can heal, like B-Pan and the Goku I just talked about, so much more valuable. Mm. Free to play easy acrylic. Is that the is that the incredible gem shop one you're talking about? Yep. The the one you need for Goku's easy. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that, that was him? fixed on global, by the way. You can now get infinite copies of him. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Out of these four gods, which one poses the most trouble for global dope hunters? Would you would you think it's the Moscow AoE one or the Hell is Type Changer? Which one do you the think overall one. would probably be the most challenging? I think the Tune one. <laughs> I really? You just said that so that you could save the Tune one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He did. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like the most comments that I've seen from people is either the Moscow one because of the AoE, um, and I've seen a lot of people saying Catella. A lot of people in the chat saying that as well. So, but I mean Catella for me, I used his was actually the only team that I didn't use a category. Um, his was the one I used the lowest leader skill for. I actually used the. I used a double um, Int Gogeta, like super Int team to do uh, Catella. I'm sure a lot of uh, global players have Int UI Goku. Don't forget that he gets his easy in part two. He obliterates Catella, Yeah, right? I bet. <laughs> Any other thoughts um, on the God event? I, I would say I, my pick would be Moscow. I think it's the toughest of the first four. Mm. I think Moscow, Beerus, and Belmod are the three troublesome gods. They're the ones that have very tough gimmicks that are hard to get around. How's the, my turtles how's the killed event Moscow in like two take, turns. How's the event rollout going to take place over the next two parts, Truth? It's going to be because we've got uh, four part, now. Yeah, then four stages drop with part two, and then four stages drop with part three. Okay, so is... is uh, Beerus and those guys, are they dropping in part two? Yeah, because, well, they do in uh, the next four gods, right? So it's uh, Champa, Beerus, I don't know the other two names off the top of my head. Um, and then Belmod is 11, so he's in part three. Out of those, which one had you the most nervous going in? Uh, well, I mean, the one to no item that was the toughest for me was Moscow. Right, just because of the AoE super, but mm -hmm. I mean Belmod is tough because he lowers your defense, he could double super, he locks you in place, and he seals. He does literally Oof. everything. So Belmod is troublesome. Yeah, locking is so stupid. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Wait, wait till you guys get uh Omega Battlefield Shenron. Omega. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard yeah. a lot of stuff. <laughs> no no Lark told me there's, it's the whale killer. Yeah, dude, there's no there's no counterplay. There's nothing you can do. There's absolutely well, yeah. no way to work around it. It's just you either die or you die. <laughs> locking anything in any game is is always the dumbest thing ever because you can't play around it all right before we move on a little bit uh let's talk about the categories the new categories that dropped with these two new units we've got miraculous awakening and we've got powerful comeback so out of these two categories do you guys have any thoughts on the category overall the units that you can bring the team building options which category is superior with uh, these new leads and the new meta. I think powerful comeback is better for two reasons. One, it's got all the Gogetas on it. So like you're going to have the LR tech Gogeta upcoming, but I suspect it's going to have all of the revival mechanic units on it. We just don't know for sure. Cause none have come out since the anniversary, right? <laughs> yeah. I think um, back when the anniversary hit JP, I would say the powerful comeback category was way better. I still think it's better, but 
I think two big, like huge additions to the miraculous awakening category are the easiest super saiyan fours. Mm. So yeah, that closes I, the gap a little bit, I think. But I, I still think powerful comeback edges it out a little bit. Ningen, were you gonna say something? I was just gonna say, yeah, I was, I was saying that earlier when I did my, um, I did the fifty-five percent showcase for Goku. So I just made for the sake of using him for the first video rather than using any reps of Universe Seven. I made a full miraculous awakening team and yes another team that you can use the easy hey super saiyan fours on so obviously very powerful rotation having them two together on any team that they fit on um the only thing i noticed i haven't actually obviously for me not having pulled vegeta i haven't looked as much into the powerful comeback uh one so i'm not sure if it's the same but miraculous awakening from looking at the units that i have it doesn't seem to really have any support units uh at least at the moment so i'm, I'm still a big fan of the team setup of running like your two main powerful rotations and then just running a bunch of support units rather than running like you know like a full lr team or something like that and uh well especially with the new era of support scarlet jr gt yeah That's exactly pan that works so well yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. i mean powerful comeback has a pretty good support unit in 16 is on here oh <laughs> true 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 <laughs> tiger are you uh, team Miraculous Awakening or Team Powerful Comeback? Uh, taking a look here, I mean, they have a, a lot of the same units, but definitely I would give the edge to... Uh, I would give it to Powerful Comeback, to uh, Vegeta's category, because, um, yeah, those Gogetas are huge. And um, I think it might be a slightly bigger category, too. You might have a few more options for team building. It is. But, yep. yeah, yeah. So I would give it to the edge but i think both categories are pretty solid um for sure and and like Rush said yeah i mean having the additions that jp didn't have back then with the super saiyan 4 ezas is uh <laughs> definitely a big plus for miraculous awakening we have a big topic of debate between two of our personnel here we got ningen and truth with opposing uh, views on a pretty wait, big what? subject and that's wait, the ticket summon or the the 66 lr summon Oh, so he's wrong. we've heard he's we've wrong. heard That's from it. one person that you should summon on that on that banner immediately because it holds tremendous value. We've heard from another person that you should hold off on summoning on that banner until you finish the six year summons. So would you guys like to now publicly debate which <laughs> is the right answer? Why would you summon on the banner first or why would you hold off on summoning? Ningen, would you like to start? Uh, let me let me jump in first. All right. Truth. Go. My <laughs> argument is simple. Throughout the year, I tell everyone to always avoid these shitty legendary summon banners because they suck in every way. Horrible featured units, very difficult to pull LRs. And my argument is always wait until the anniversary where there's all these different type of tickets and stuff like that to get guaranteed LRs. So me telling people to do that is following up on my years long advice of always skip legendary summon banners. Now it's the anniversary. You try and get your LRs from your normal tickets. You get your 66 ticket. And then do the summon as well, right? Because that's how you're going to actually be able to get these LRs while really maintaining value of your stone, not going out of your way. Like, if you summon on the Tapion and Minosha banner, it's like, even if you pull them first multi, where, how are you using them, right? Like, you're, most of these legendary summon banners, there's a variety of reasons why they suck. Um, and then it's like, yeah, you could say like, oh, just put all your stones in the six anniversary banners first. But it's like, you still have, I would say, an easier chance of getting shafted on there than the 250 stone banner because you're going to get a guaranteed LR. 
And at this point, with LREZAs, the only way you're truly getting shafted on that summon is if you already have a bunch of those LRs rainbowed and you get an LR rainbow, like a, like a rainbowed LR. That's the only way. Ningen, rebuttal? I mean, I don't disagree with most of that. Like, obviously, the value is there. I still think you should do that summon if you can. But the thing I was... The, the main point of my argument was to wait to summon on the anniversary banner first based on, obviously, the what your stone count is like because if you're, if you're aware when you're just going to spend whatever then it doesn't matter but like especially for me considering i haven't pulled the vegeta if i'd done that summon first that would have been another 250 stones i could have put towards trying to get him so obviously those 250 stones could then yeah, be but Ningen, wasted you would have and pulled, i don't get him but you would have pulled your guaranteed lr beerus at the end man. It would have been so <laughs> yeah good. exactly the value for that <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is, it, they, it has its value, obviously, but I feel like just for people who aren't going to have a huge amount of stones, it, 250 is obviously quite a lot. And with the discounts and everything at the moment, until they time out, you're only another 50 stones away from doing two full rotations on the anniversary I, banner. So it's like eight mollies. The other thing, um, too, is like if you're coming into this anniversary with very little stones, what are you thinking? You're, like... <laughs> You really needed Trunks and Goten that bad? Like, you needed Tapion and Minosha and stuff? Like, you can't be a free-to-play player and mm. be stupidly summoning. You have to use your intelligence. You can't just be wasting stones on every single banner, right? Uh -huh. They gotta... Hey, eventually they'll listen to me. People <laughs> who listen to me have been telling me, I listened to you and I pulled the world! I say, congrats, my boy. I'm happy for you. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen a lot of people saying that they did the uh, 250 stone one straight away and wish that they didn't because of the results. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I see. I just ignore those comments right now. Yeah. Pretend they don't exist. Because, I mean, yeah, it's just one of those <laughs> things that you have to weigh up the, the guaranteed versus the risk. Because, obviously, if you're somebody who, you know, you didn't pull either Goku or Vegeta and now you're out of stones, you're probably wishing you still had those 250 but it is nothing is guaranteed. Whereas at least with the 251, you get a guaranteed LR and I don't disagree. Like most of the LRs that you can pull are going to be worth it eventually, even if they're not now because the easy A's are a thing. Um, so it is really only if you pull one that you've already got rainbowed. So I suppose to be fair, it is very dependent on the person. Cause if you already have a bunch of LRs rainbowed, especially some of the older ones, um, there's obviously a lot less units you can get in that guaranteed spot that you actually need. Cause I've seen a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people got like trunks and my, or uh, the Broly trio as their um, ones. And unless we've seen that they are willing to do the easy A's out of turn, if it's themed around the celebration, but in terms of like the release and everything, some of those guys are really far away from an easy A. So um, regardless, by the way, I would say the top legendary summon banner is horrible and sucks uh -huh. and you should avoid completely everything about it. So the yep. three banners you want to summon on in this anniversary are here already. Top legendary uh -huh. summon banner is horrible. Yeah, exactly. Like the thing is with the amount of stones that we get, all I was saying is don't do that 250 stone multi straight away. Cause with all the stones that we get throughout the anniversary, I definitely agree that especially if you're free to play or you don't spend much on the game, you probably shouldn't be wasting your time on the legendary summon banner. So towards the end of the anniversary, uh, with all the stones that they're going to give out, once we've got all the tickets and everything, you could do the 66 multi and then do the stone multi rather than like trying your luck on the legendary summon banner but 
That was all it was. As I think it's, I think it was worth waiting to try your luck on the actual anniversary Jules Ocon Fest before you commit two hundred and fifty stones out of your pool. But again, it depends how many stones you've got and like what units you're actually looking for. I guess. But... I'm not here to declare a winner, but Nasningen is the winner. All right, let's move on <laughs> to some more goodness over on Global. The legendary Goku event for Universe Seven was a bit of a struggle for a lot of people before the six-year anniversary because we obviously didn't have the new LRs, the new leads. So have you guys tried your shot at the Legendary Goku Event GT Edition now that you've pulled your Universe 7 units? And if so, how have your experiences been so far? I don't understand the question, too, and I beat it first try. Okay. <laughs> Please, continue. Thank you. I mean, yeah. Um, I, anybody uh, else? <laughs> not going, I, I'll just chime in real quick because I haven't tried it with the new units yet, but I will say longer events is where you're going to see those rival skills most of the time, right? So I feel like that's one thing that can really help because of the fact they're limiting items. You can go in and at the end, like literally the final phase is going to hit you for like 700,000 on some of your characters and you're going to die. It's inevitable if you don't use an item in that phase. So you can just leverage the revival mechanic in that final phase and you can pretty much just save yourself from using an item. And it's basically just an additional item for you. So I think that's the major value that you're going to be getting from those units besides the fact that they're just going to be like destroying the event, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I actually did uh, I did that run through for one of my videos for today. And it's definitely, it definitely makes the run a lot easier. Because, uh, I mean, that should be no surprise to anyone. Like, obviously, I didn't, not having pulled the Vegeta, I used Goku as my leader and then brought a Vegeta friend. And then, yeah, that team is uh, just incredibly powerful. And like Goresh was saying, I got to use the active skill. Um, and it's kind of cool because you can plan out your turn. Uh, and not have to use an item when you know you have the revival skill available. Um, because the way the rotation was going to play out, I was pretty low on HP, so obviously the revival skill was active to be used. Um, and a lot of the attacks were in the final slot, so rather than use an item, I just had the two big hitting LRs go first, do a whole bunch of damage, and then the unit in the last slot got killed. And then obviously I revived, moved into the next turn with 70% HP, and yeah, it was uh, saves you having to use an item. So, I mean, it's it's pretty obvious, but yeah, it makes that run so much easier now. So I feel like there's definitely going to be a whole lot of people out there that weren't able to beat it when it first dropped. And uh, you're going to have a much easier time now. Obviously, there's still more stuff to come. Like the free-to-play Roshi's definitely going to make a huge impact once he's finally LR'd and easy aid. So if you're still having some trouble beating it obviously the category is still going to keep getting better throughout the anniversary but yeah there's definitely going to be people that couldn't be it before that are going to be able to do it now any final thoughts on the global six-year anniversary we still have a lot left to do and a lot yep. left to get so mm -hmm. buckle up <laughs> yep this will not be the last time that we talk about this folks we still got part two we got part three a lot of good stuff coming up but real let's quick, move two, on. two things I just want to add in real quick before okay, we move go on ahead, is go that ahead. the thank you tickets will be able to be used when part two and the top legendary summon banner drop. Um, and then the same name update is coming after the anniversary is done. Uh -huh. There you go. All right, let's move on to JP. We got some big JP news going, especially EZAs. We got a lot of EZAs coming up, especially from the hero extermination event. So, 
Truth, what are your thoughts on these new batch of EZAs? Which one stands out the most to you from the ones that we know so far? Uh, okay, so there's two that are upcoming, Majub and the Super Saiyan 2 Goku. Um, I mean, we'll see. Obviously, Majub is a huge meme. It would be interesting if he had, like, a really good card, right? Um, he's on a lot of bad teams, so it would be very helpful if he was. Um, but the two EZAs they dropped, I've used them a bit. They're actually pretty interesting. Um, this STR Super Saiyan 2 Vegeta can hit pretty good numbers. He sits above a 3 million attack stat you know, 180 to 200k defense a lot of times. Like, he's solid because he is a literal zero before, right? Now he's, like, a legitimate option, I think, especially because of how old he is. He came out, he got his awakening in 2016. So, like, if you ha are a longtime player, you've probably got this guy with dupes in him. So he's actually pretty solid. And then the Goku is a true free-to-play unit who actually has got some use in, like, the God event. Um, you know, he's a good support. I, I think they're pretty good. Um, both of these two new free-to-play EZAs. I think for free-to-play players specifically, they could be very handy. And then, like, you know, Angel Super Saiyan 3 Goku's coming up soon, but we haven't seen his details yet. Um, we, Great Saiyan 1 and 2 are coming up soon. We haven't seen their details yet. Goku and Bulma are getting an EZA soon. We haven't seen their details yet. The Tanabata Celebration's got, like, 8, 9, 10 EZAs. Oh, then also the physical Super Saiyan 2 Gohan from the Buu Saga and the physical Super Saiyan Vegeta are all also getting EZAs. So it's just... Tanabata is crazy. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of that year where they did that seven EZA Tanabata uh, thing, right? Yep. Mm. Yep. Um, but one other thing I do will add about Maju specifically is he has to be crazy because his links are so bad. Mm. If, if you think about his linking partners, the first thing you're probably thinking about is the LRU. But guess what? They share two links yep. before <laughs> they transform. So, yeah. Um, he's really not going to be linking up with anyone. So in order to amend that, they have to give him some kind of like support and his passive. Otherwise, he's just going to suck instantly, no matter what. Is this the last of the Hero Extermination event batch, or are there any more that they've missed at this point? There, so there is the free-to-play Gohan and Piccolo. You know how the, it, it's a set, the Piccolo, the Gohan, and the Goku? But Gohan and Piccolo have never gotten awakenings. So I imagine at some point soon... They'll probably get awakenings with an immediate EZA, which is stupid. The immediate EZA is always stupid, but I'm sure it's going to happen, right? I can think of one that we haven't gotten yet. I think I was thinking of one, but now I can't actually remember if he's talking. Well, I mean, to the there's hero some other characters that awaken from there, like future Gohan, right? Like, yeah, AGL Super Vegeta. <laughs> what about? Isn't uh, I, I, no, I'm no. His Wait, medals. does he? I thought oh. he awakens with um Nimbus medals. Does he? Mm, does he? I have to double check. Because yeah, I can't remember where his medals come from that he awakens from, but isn't the physical Xeno Trunks who has the AoE, isn't he tied to one of those events for medals? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I, th I think he might be, yeah. Let me have a look. It's because, like, um, there's some characters that awaken from that event that are not, like, oh, units that participate. Right? Uh, yeah, but units that don't participate in that easy area, right? It's just weird. Like, future Gohan. There are four so we'll units. See. I didn't even know. Okay, so Super Vegeta. There's the Namek Rage Super Saiyan Goku. There's the <laughs> the LR Bojack and Mighty Mouse. Okay. Dude, yeah, that Namek Goku. Vegeta. I remember when that Namek Goku got his uh, his EZA because he was like, like he's Namek Goku. He's cool. He got his EZA when Mighty Mouse came out. Yep. So that leads into a good question. What's the next obscure batch of units or random batch of units that you think? might deserve some sort of an update in some form or fashion like for example the the nimbus group is there another group of units 
that has been wandering in obscurity that you guys might think <laughs> would deserve an ECA at some point. Well, it's I mean, not, uh, I, I, I want that Super Vegeta to be good. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say, it's not a batch. It's Super Saiyan 2 Trunks, right? He's like the oldest SSR yes. summonable that hasn't gotten a Dokkan. Dale weekend, doesn't so. have an Awakening. It's crazy. It can, if, if it can to, happen where, where for... Can you, where does that guy even group into? Like, does he affiliate? He does. He, he, released, he released with um, Super Saiyan 2 Great Saiyan Man. Uh, on the, it, I remember the banner it too. Like, um, it was like the ultimate, like it was like father, father and, son. and son or something like that, <laughs> yeah. which makes no sense. <laughs> wow. But uh, yeah, I remember that banner, and like it, that was. I think that banner came out like right after the the uh, int ultimate Gohan Dokkan Fest or something like that. Because that, that was close to when I started playing. We are back. Um, but I, I think that Trunks, they finally actually have a way to get him an awakening and that's some sort of Kakarot thing right because Super Saiyan 2 trunks like that doesn't actually exist which is why he's on the crossover category to begin with yeah I mean he doesn't exist in any medium outside of Dokkan like he's literally a Dokkan exclusive literally yeah, character but that's, that's like if they would do that just the trunks that fights Debora, boom we're in yeah trunk I mean trunks tiger can you, <laughs> can, you, can you think of any random obscure unit that deserves an EZA or any group uh, well, I was I was thinking about that trunks, but um, I was thinking more like free to play units. I really want to see like a EZA for the free to play Kingu Force because right now like nobody's really running them outside of the Super Battle Road um, stages, right? Um, yeah, so if they wanted to give those guys an EZA, that'd be awesome. Same thing with the Team Bardock, obviously, because but you know they don't need it as much. But uh, that'd be really cool, man, to give like that entire group or like those two you know teams EZAs. I mean, uh, you yeah. say that, but we're literally like three days away from getting extreme Ginyu Force Super Battle Road. So yeah, we need it. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna that's, that's gonna be fun Fair for enough. you guys. It's gonna be very interesting to see you all. <laughs> yeah, real forgot about that. And burn. Real fun. <laughs> yeah. Super. What if they just? Great what if they just? What if they just skipped that one? <laughs> I would love it. Yeah, sounds good. I hate those stages, Ginyu Force and Team Bardock. Ugh. I want well, a whale with the LR, Team Bardock so. one is easy with your Rainbow LR Bardock squad. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yep. Well, I like the Truth. fact that, you know, anybody can beat them just with some good RNG. Truth, have you no itemed uh, Ginyu Force? The, the first yeah. one? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, that, that was easy as soon as the link level thing happened. I, dude, I can't wait to see you do this. This might be so the, the most only anticipated stage, thing for me for you. The only stage I haven't no itemed right now is the Team Bardock. I haven't done any attempts on it because it, I had none of those characters link level. And I was like, I'm not doing this until they, I get them done. So I'm going to start doing that pretty soon. We'll see how tough that's going to be. The, the uh, Extreme Guinea Force stage, are they going to be like completely impossible to no, to no item? Or it's going to be like literally the same stage as the one that's not extreme? Yeah. So. I mean, can you Dokkan fast? I've been asking for it for six and a half years. Where is it? I think mm. it's a good idea. He deserves it more than Videl, that's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that works because obviously they don't design those stages to be able to be beaten with no items and they don't have that in mind. So I wonder, yeah. like, the extreme Ginyu Force one, if they don't release any other new units or give them easy A's or anything, I would imagine if you've link leveled them, it's probably still doable if you use all the items. But yeah, I don't know about no items. <laughs> Hey, Ningen. Hello. Did you know that apparently the Saiyan 1 and 2 easy area requires non-free-to-play units? I did. 
What are your thoughts on that? That seems that seems blasphemous. Uh, Toon, they came out five and six years ago. I'm setting him up. <laughs> like to these, get the, topic the, the, going. like me, the stuff is not. This. Desi- wait, wait, wait. It's not designed for new players. EZAs are not new player content, right? This. All right. Like, now that you, you mentioned know, it, let's talk about it. Well, because again, they want to do as much as they can to dissuade people from re-rolling, right? Like it's like you have these characters as long as you haven't been re-rolling like crazy, very likely. Mm. Yeah, the next one's going to take LRUI Goku as a as a mandatory unit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those things. I thought it'd be it was uh the reason I included that cuz I saw people talking about it is obviously a few people are uh, a little bit surprised, especially I saw a load of people mention him. Shout out to our our fellow five niner, Mr. J Fanta. Obviously, because of the way he is fully free to play, so doesn't summon at all. It means that he has this free to play LR that he won't be able to EZA because he doesn't have the units to do the uh, extreme Z area. But obviously, that is the most extreme case because generally, when we talk about free to play. We only mean not spending money, not somebody who actually doesn't summon on banners. So it's kind of like True said, as long as you're not a brand new player, you probably do have a lot of these units. And I think a lot of them are ones that have been available with like the free tickets and Redstone and all that kind of stuff. I'm not exactly sure. I'm trying well, to find the list of okay. what they How all are. But Does Jay Fanta, like, like, so like the wish trips, like, does he count those? Like, is that like good by his, his Nindo? Because like you can get uh, a lot sure. of these I don't units. Think so. No, okay, no, no summonable units of any kind. Okay. Even well, I like mean, redstone but... units and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, not most yeah, players like almost no players do that. That's like a thing. Because a lot of these characters do, but... you can get with the wish strips. Yeah, yeah. 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 But he, he doesn't he doesn't consider those. I can't find the I mean, list. That, but that's like his units, very but... like quirky set of re- like self restrictions he's putting on himself. He mm. J Fant is like a hunter hunter character, right? Like his Nen restriction. That's that's what Jay Fanta is. Like no one else has the same restriction that he does, right? All right, and then last topic for the EZAs: the Super Saiyan three Goku that's coming up. Obviously, Truth alluded to that at the beginning. The Super Saiyan three Goku EZA is set to be the best one of the bunch. Do you guys have any final thoughts on what that build could contain? Is there any particular mechanic that you anticipate seeing? Is there any crazy super attack that you expect? What are you guys looking forward to about this? Unit? Well, I do think this guy is going to be quite good because he has revival Saiyan lineage and over in a flash. So he's going to be very good on many teams, including tech ultimate Gohan. He shares four key with tech ultimate Gohan. So like there is, yeah, but does he guard? There, <laughs> I mean, he well, might, okay, but what if he, yeah, yeah, he might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine that. Oh, That'd be great. Ah, medium, Oof. medium yeah, but, chance to guard. Yeah. But is he a uh, rainbow orb changer? He might. What if he does that too? <laughs> uh, maybe he is. I mean, if he does both, then I'll concede. I mean, <laughs> if he's a unit, maybe not guard, but him getting a sort of rainbow orb type thing, changing thing would be good because obviously, even if they don't, well, they must upgrade it somehow, but even depending how they upgrade it, he, part of his kit revolves around picking up rainbow orbs. So it would be super good if he actually did have rainbow orb changing. But I could, um, you know, it'd be interesting if they did something where it was a con- like a conditional rainbow orb changing where it's like if you have like two movie hero characters other than this character attacking the same turn, then he changes a type of orb to rainbow or something just to give movie heroes a little bit of more extra help. Mm. Yeah, something like that could be pretty interesting. I'm really looking forward to seeing um, what his is going to be because uh, 
We've had a wide range now from ones that are terrible, ones that are like middle of the road. And then obviously I would imagine we would probably all agree the Super Saiyan 4 is probably sit at the top. So it's like, where is he going to be in that scale? It'd be very interesting to see. I mean, recently these years have all been pretty damn good in my opinion. Like they've kind of stepped up their game recently. So I expect big things for sure. Like Super Saiyan 4s, Cooler, um, even Super Saiyan 3 Gotenks was, you know, good. Not on the same level, but still really good. So this guy should be pretty freaking busted. So when it comes to these EZAs, I'm unsure because I don't I don't know where they got this release date, but the wiki has got Goku and Oob listed as coming out tomorrow, which means the data download will be in a couple of hours. But Super Saiyan 3 Goku is not scheduled to drop for a couple of days and they haven't tweeted him yet. So I'm actually not really sure what's going to happen. There mm. might be a data download tonight with Angel Goku in it before they even tweet him out, though. Like uh, Super Saiyan 2 Gohan. So we'll see. I, that's so if they do like they really are like dumb dummies. Like, let's just put the data <laughs> download in before we tweet it out. Like, OK. Taking a page out of global. dude. International Tournament of Power. What? Ningen, did you say something? I don't think so. I think you did. Would you like to uh, follow up with that? I think you said something just now. You wanted to, you wanted to plug something? Uh, yes. Sure, why not? <laughs> Thanks, so, God, yeah. you scared me. I was about to be like, don't do me like this, bro. <laughs> Go. <laughs> I know, Go. that's how, exactly how I feel. But yeah, sorry. All right, Ningen, good job. The money is being deposited in your account. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, leaked the tune, Detroit's paying me to make tune look bad. <laughs> yep. That, yeah, that's so, all this has been yeah go ahead something very very out, special yeah. is coming up so uh we have a very special presentation for you uh so yeah feast your eyes on this wow look at that do we know how to throw a promo or what that was actually that was sick dude what the heck uh. that was really good <laughs> so good. team truth or team goresh make sure you guys let us know all right and with that said, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this week's show. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Huge shout out to Troco for manning the boards and keeping this stream afloat. Don't forget to follow us over on Twitch, Twitter, join the Discord, check out all of our social media links everywhere, and fully lock into the 5.9G network today. And if you miss any part of the show, fear not, all of your favorite podcasting plorms, podcasting plorms? platforms <laughs> have you covered. Google, Apple, Spotify, and many more. Subscribe and do not skip a beat. Join us right here tomorrow for our very next episode of the Dragon Ball Legends podcast. For the Mass Ningen, the Truth, Goresh, Tiger, I'm Team Robbie. Thank you so much for watching. Stay tuned and always remember to Dokkan responsibly.